Today's daf in Maseches Nazir is daf nun gimel fifty three. Bit of a complicated daf today. As is Hashem, let's go through the main points. Okay, there's three. There's really three main points we're going to say. The third point will actually include three different details, but I like to keep it short. So let's say three main points in today's daf. We start at the bottom of the base mid base. Rambam poses a question, which is the first point, and the first point is. We learned yesterday that there was a shaila in regards to shedren gulgoyles. If they're metame be'oyhel independently or together. Based on the, the understanding of that shaila, it'll either come out that there's a chumrah that exists of shedren gulgoyles over rov minyan and rov binyan, if they're metame independently, or that it's the same, essentially, that because the shedren gulgoyles metame together, it's the same as rov minyan and rov binyan. Based on that understanding, the Rami Barachama poses the question, would it also have the leniency that although a quarter of a kav is metameh ba'ohel from Rov Minyan Rov Binyan, it's not going to cause the Nazar forfeiture until it's a half of a kav. So assuming Shadra and Golgalas is together, you would have that same leniency. But if they are metameh independently, they have a chumrah, perhaps then Rami Barachama understands that it would also come out another chumrah that it's metameh and forfeiture would be caused through even a quarter of a kav of Bones from Shedra and Golgarlis. The Gemara brings two attempted, three, three attempted rayas for this, and ultimately the Gemara leaves off without resolution. Okay, the second point of the day is a machlokis, three, three shitas actually, in regards to quarter and a half of a kav and a quarter and a half of a lug of blood. Rabbi Yezer quotes Zakanim Rishonim. There's two sheetas in Zakanim Rishonim. One sheet that was entirely makil and said, Tumah is not conveyed through to, um, oil, as well as forfeiture is not caused unless it's a half of a kav, half of a log. The other sheet is machmer the other way entirely, which is to say that even if it's a quarter, it causes Tumah transfer, oil, as well as forfeiture of the Naziris' time that he's already counted. And then we have the opinion of the Beisden Shalach Arayim, which is the opinion of our Mishnah, that there's a distinction, as, as I just said, between Tumah, which is caused through, through oil, even if it's a quarter of a kav or a quarter of a lug of blood, and uh, forfeiture, which is only if it's a half of a kav. And the Gemara clarifies, this is not just a pshara misvara between the two shitas, because that doesn't really make so much sense. Then it's just not accepting either one. But rather, there was a tradition from Chag Malachi that there was this distinction. Okay, now for the final point of the day, there's actually three parts. So let's put it all together. First part, it's the Gemara tells us is, it says al elu in our Mishnah twice, that there are 10 or 11, as we saw in the Mishnah, 10 plus 1, ways that the Nazar could become Tami and forfeit his days, but oyel. And it says al elu twice, in the beginning of those that list and after, at the end of the list. So why does it list it twice? It's two exceptions. One is to teach us that etzim kasa'ira, which is included, is not metame ba'oyel, it's only through maga and masa. And two is to exclude a scenario where there was tumah under a couple of stones jutting out, and he walked under one of them. That's only a tummy drabun, because it's a suffolk. He doesn't know where he walked. There he would not forfeit his original days. Now the last point of the third point, really, uh, sorry, and this is the second point of, of the third point, which is that with the Mishnah said a chazi kavavatzamos would be metame ba'ohel, which implies and cause forfeiture, which implies that if it's a quarter of a kav of bones, it'll be metame magovamasa causing forfeiture. So the Lord says, well, what's the scenario? If it's where there's an etzim kasaora, so then it's pasha that it would cause tuma through magovamasa. So what would be the chiddush then in saying that a quarter of a kav will cause? Uh, forfeiture through, t- through Maga and Masa. So the Gemara says it must be, it's not a Etzim Kasa it was ground into a fine flour, a fine dust. So if it's a half of a Kav, 
and it was ground into a fine dust, that could cause Tomas oil in forfeiture, even even Tomas oil. If it was a quarter of a kav, and not a, if it was only a quarter of a kav, so in such a scenario, it will not cause uh, through the means of oil to cause forfeiture, but it will still cause forfeiture through the means of maga umasa. Now this is really the third of the last point, which is the machlokas Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish. The Mishnah told us that if you have a limb from a live or dead body that has enough flesh on it to regenerate when connected, or if connected, it'll cause the Nazar to become tamay ba'oyhel and forfeit his nazirus. So the Gemara wonders, what about if it's less than that amount of flesh? Would that perhaps cause Tuma through Maga and Masa at least, causing him to forfeit his Naziros or not? So Rabbi Yochanan says that entirely wouldn't cause forfeiture. Ishlaki says it could cause for- forfeiture through Maga and Masa. The Gemara tries to bring Rayas from the next Mishnah, which we call the Seifa, which lists those scenarios that would not be Mitzvah and Nazir causing forfeiture. And Rishlaki, Rabbi Yochanan refutes those Rayas, clarifies his position in that Mishnah, what is included and what's not included. And then the final part of the day is Rishlaki actually brings a Raya from two Brysois. We have two Brysois, and the Gemara clarifies this Machlaikis where it's not <coughs> enough flesh to be Mitzvah Ba'oyel. What's the scenario? If it's where there's etzim kasa'ira, so it's metama through mago masa because of etzim kasa'ira, so what will be Rabbi Yochanan's opinion? And if it's not, then what's the reasoning of Reish Lakish? So Reish Lakish learns even though it's not etzim kasa'ira, we have a reboy from a pasuk that in such a scenario, as long as it's a limb, even though it doesn't have etzim kasa'ira and it also is not enough flesh to cause Tomas oyel, it will be enough to cause Tomas magam. We quote two brysois. First one is just brought agav, but the first brysa shows us all the scenarios that Tomas oyel would be conveyed under. And the second one teaches us all the scenarios which in Dalad Dalad Madalif that Tomas Maga would also be conveyed under. One of those scenarios is where you have a limb that doesn't have enough flesh to, to regenerate, and that causes Tomas Maga. So Rishlakish says, it can't be where there's Etzim Kasa'ira, because that's already included in the list for Tomas Maga. It must be. It's not Etzim Kasa'ira, and it's still Metama B'Maga. Rabbi Yochanan refutes that Raya, because he says that's not where it's Tomas Maga necessarily. Really, it's talking about where it does have Etzim Kasa'ira. And Tomas Maga's Pashut, the Chiddush and the Brisa is, is that even though it's Pashut Tomas Maga, you might not have thought that it conveys Tomas Masa as well. Kamash Malan, since it has Etzim Kasa'ira, it's able to convey Tomas Masa. However, if it was just a limb that didn't have the Basar Kara'oi, and it also didn't have uh, the Etzim Kasa'ira, uh, it wouldn't convey any sort of Toma as Rabbi Yechana maintains his position from the beginning. Now we're stopping in the middle of Nandala Ramadala. Ezra Hashem, we are going to continue with Nandala tomorrow.